This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who We Lead, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a very special episode. We're a day late, but for good reason. Why? We have we promised something, and I think we're going to deliver. We got it. We got, we got it. it. We got it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have an interview with none other than Miss Janina Gavankar. In case you in case you aren't caught up with the podcast but are tuning in, uh, Janina attended the royal wedding. She is a close friend of Duchess Megan's. She's not Meghan Markle anymore. She's <laughs> yeah, Duchess. Duchess Megan. She's a close friend of Megan's and had like one of the most surreal experiences of her life, I think. Uh, and we watched her have it. All of us, the world. <laughs> We went from not knowing who she was to knowing who she was, remembering who she was, and then falling in love with her. Um, and we had a great chat with her. And I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, you're going to enjoy it. Let's get to Janina. Okay. You will enjoy it. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. 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 I want to be famous. So on the phone, via the crisp, clean audio of FaceTime audio, we have none other than Janita Gavankar. Hello, Janina. Beaming in Hello. from California. From the PST, the land of PST. Oh, God. I am so excited to call you guys. I got to say, this is our quickest turnaround from when we talked about someone on the podcast to when we got them on the podcast. Janina, can you just please repeat what you said to us when you answered the phone? Yeah. Because we want everyone to hear it. <laughs> I love this show. Oh I think it's snarky and hilarious and it like it totally helps make fun of the insanity of this weird industry that I somehow chose <laughs> and like <laughs> and like what the hooiest thing that could ever happen is a quick turnaround, guys. Of course there was a quick turnaround. I am a who. <laughs> when you responded on Twitter I was like, "Oh, she like gets it. I'm DM. Like we're gonna when talk. You, when you when you referred to yourself as a who, I was like, this is gonna be a great interview. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> we got it. No, of course. Like who knows? First of all, the fact that you know how to say my last name is a goddamn miracle. I mean, like we do our I research. Have, we do I our research. Yeah, we do research. We're well, like also journalists. Nice Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. No. I'm I'm aware that you actually are good yeah. at what you do. Yeah. But but like. But, I mean, it's like I was always destined to be a who. I have way too many syllables in my name. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, set up for failure from the get. It's just... <laughs> I mean, I will say, you you do a lot of the things that are so charming that do make you a who, which is, like, you do many different jobs within this industry. You have done, like, many different things, right? Like, that's part of it, too, is, like being do you a, mean like like a well-rounded a... person in terms of like you do oh. music you do video, <laughs> video game games. stuff you do you act obviously and that's part of this i think yeah you know I, it's i mean listen the i think when i hear that i'm like that's all that is is just like being an actual artist like yeah. i'm a nerd right so i just stopped playing Fortnite so i could have this conversation thank with you, you. Oh, so that's, much. A, right? that's a tough so thing to give up listen guys thank you i got so my much. priorities okay <laughs> listen you. But there, I think there's here. also like that's an authenticity thing too, where you you like a lot of people say they're nerds, but it seems like you actually <laughs> invest yourself into projects that reflect the things you genuinely enjoy. Well, I think that you actually get what you want, and clearly, I don't want to be famous. I wish I did, because people I wouldn't be a who anymore. But <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, but the thing is, I guess I guess here's the the it's sort of a, a um, you end up in a weird place when you're somebody who's just sort of like 
interested in many and being good at different things instead of just being famous because people don't actually know what to do with you guys. They don't. With, 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 with people like us, right? Like, like you guys didn't know how to, to even react when you're like, this bitch posted a photo. And by the way, she's, she makes music. Cool. All right. Don't believe you. Cause it's like, cause like there's just this assumption that everybody's like dying to be so famous that like that's, by the way, I, I know people like that. I know a few people like that and it's a full-time job y'all. That shit is a full-time job. It was also just like so funny to watch and we'll get into this, the coverage of you surrounding the coverage of everything that happened and why you came up in our conversation was a lot of lazy journalists doing a lazy job saying what doing you nothing. do, which is nothing. Like they didn't do anything. And I and did you you kind of obviously saw all that happen. You were like, "Wow. I'm yeah, I mean, down into God knows what." It was uh, super strange, that's for sure. I've turned my phone back on, and it exploded. Oh, it started vibrating so much that I thought that I that it was broken. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> it was sort of like, yeah, I just was. It just wouldn't stop vibrating, and it was really aggressive and frightening. And I, it's like what you know when you put your notifications on on Twitter, and you're like, oh my god, I can't stop my phone from vibrating. I thought that some I had done something wrong with my phone. Oh my god, anyway, that happened. The, I would I. If that ever happened to me, I would think that I said something accidentally, like, offensive somewhere and that, like, people were well, to yeah. be like, stop. <laughs> Listen, it's not like I handled it perfectly. So it's really, come on, guys. I mean, I, there, that was definitely an option. Yeah. yeah. That, that was that was definitely something that ran to my head. But I certainly didn't realize that. I just never thought that there would be a, a camera on. Nobody explained that we would be walking down this paved path on camera right or that i just didn't and also why would they care yeah why why would any i just didn't okay well i so well we before we get into that that, i want to start from we want to start from the top with like you before we get to like that because (laughs) it's you know we're gonna do the job that like heavy.com and like people.com like didn't do a good job (laughs) like they didn't do their job (laughs) Um, well there's a reason why they did it and this is something i'm gonna say for them um I was the, I figured this out way later. Uh-huh. I was the only person, um, like an on-camera life person, that didn't tell the press that I was going. Oh. Um, and, and the best way to explain that is, you know, if, you're, if you go to a red carpet and you're going to do the red carpet, right. your publicist puts your name in the machine, if you will. And that means that all of the photographers and paparazzi that go to the red carpet get a basically like a Facebook page right. printed out with these headshots and names underneath it so they know what they they can put all those things on Getty images later. You weren't in the so, database. You weren't in the database. No, I didn't do any of that. Oh. I was and I was the only bitch who didn't do that. <laughs> That's really funny. That's really so, funny. So people basically was like I'm I'm walking didn't think it was on camera. I'm walking with all these people and then apparently what happened, it was like, this person is this person, and this person is that person. And who's that? No one knows. She looks like Carmen San Diego. What? We don't care. It was like, but I, I just didn't. Oh, no. And I just didn't. Whatever. So that became an international incident. 
because they didn't have my name. So you're telling me if I ever go to a royal wedding, I need to make sure to put my face in the database. In the database. (laughs) That is wild. I never would have expected. I mean, you were also on many lists, though, of being like a close friend of. So people like, because there were so many articles like her best friends, her friends, her friends, you know, like trying to, it's so wild. Like people trying to figure out your social circle or whatever. Like that was such a wild buildup. But the day of, you know, no one was like, no one had that article printed out or whatever. (laughs) Yes. And that was a whole other thing, too. You know, the second that um, it was announced that they were together, oh all of God. us got a phone call. Right. If you would like if you knew them in any way, all of us got a phone call. And anyone who's ever they, lived who came into contact with them got a phone. Yes. Call, and they her. started they started and we all talked to each other and people who actually know her. Like, you know, we, we didn't we didn't say anything. We don't yeah. need to, like, post a selfie together and be like, congrats. Like, that's like, no, we know. And it's fine. And it's fine. Live your life. And um. <laughs> But like, but they did this thing where they, meaning every news outlet yeah. and net and network, yeah, did this thing where they they call, they said they were they wanted us to be wedding correspondent, no wedding commentators, Please. wedding commentators, oh, and I was like, and I said commentator, <laughs> I don't, that's what I'm saying, commentator, right? So this word freaked me out. I thought it was so funny, and I told my reps to use a direct quote which was janina says i'm not tara lipinski commenting on a triple lutz <laughs> <laughs> so then i told other like mutual friends what are you so supposed to comment saying also like, i'm not what would tara it, lipinski what would even be like, your running it's just so funny because we so we had a royal wedding watching thing that we hosted on behalf of this like festival and we know nothing about royals nothing literally like sub nothing so we had a <laughs> british friend come and she was our british expert and we just sat there like idiots like just being like george clooney and then she would be like well actually queen charlotte da 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 and it just i can't even imagine what even you would like what do they even want from you to like to to do you know like you're not an expert on that stuff so what would yeah you do? i really don't know i just said no to everything yeah. i even had a producer text my phone oh. and say i'm a producer from network that will remain nameless we want to do an interview with you and i was so personally offended <laughs> i got i kind of wigged out a little bit yeah and i hit my publicist and i, I screenshot it and i said uh i don't know who just gave out my number but that person is uncanceled <laughs> so <laughs> i mean yeah it's and tricky like it's aggressive a tricky aggressive. a tricky thing i think and i guess because i was so wigged out by that i just went silent yeah and then didn't say any didn't didn't really think about it yeah which is so naive in other ways you know it's like anyway go ahead i don't know i mean i don't know i mean i assume your publicist gave you good advice and you took it that's why you have a public like that's you know you have to kind of but i also she but but it's all the i also chose like the classiest lady so her mo is to go off of my my charge which is say nothing and she said all right yeah yeah well you know um wait so Again, let's back up for one second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's get to basics. Let's get, just, I want to, Back yeah. to basics. Bobby, you start. Um, we have a few questions that so are about when you. We, when we first mentioned you on the podcast, we, like, gave, like, a brief summary of your oh, career, where you're from. You heard this. <laughs> well, as yeah, you know, we have... Yeah, it was so we, funny. We have, a call, <laughs> we have a call-in show, and we got inundated with inundated. calls who were like, how dare you not bring up Janina being on the L word? She's oh, poppy. She's L-word. iconic. Poppy's an iconic, iconic lesbian character. How dare you? And we 
we're so embarrassed we had to play some of these calls. But it's we like, have to discuss that she was on the L word, um, and she okay. was uh, known as Poppy. Okay, so she is a who, but she played a very zemi character on the L word named Poppy. Hi, um, I have a long time awareness of Janina Gavankar, I guess because she was on the L word. You guys, I had to pause this episode, today's episode, because you guys are talking about Janina Gavankar, who, yes, was in True Blood. But most importantly, played the iconic Poppy. Basically, so to our listeners, you are an icon because of the L word. <laughs> but in your everyday life, what do you mostly get recognized for? Yeah, what do people- What's your go-to? I never get recognized. I never, recognized. No. never, but if you did. No, I really don't. Um, okay, so it really depends. It depends on what I look like during the day. Like, uh-huh. right, today I'm wearing pajamas, but also boots, which means they're not pajamas. They're pants. <laughs> they're pants. Um, but I, like, took, I fully took a meeting like this today. Mm. Um, so if I'm like this... Nobody will recognize me, but if I have like my hair, like if, I, if I'm in full drag, I would say most people recognize me from either the league or True Blood. Mm-hmm. And then if I have my hair back, um, it really depends on the demo. Like, you know, a, a lot of people know me as a super vocal gamer and advocate for the games industry. And I was the lead in the Star Wars video game last year, so people might know me from that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I've, I've done. I've had, I'm so lucky to be able to say that I've had a diverse career, which is all I've ever wanted was just to do, do really diverse work. Right. Yeah. Um, and not be constantly bored by repeating myself. So, but that also is like, doesn't make you recognizable at all. Right. Well, I mean, it's just funny because it's nice to be not recognized. I think, especially seeing the hell that people go through when they're recognized, right, mm-hmm. for specific things. Uh, and also, when you do get recognized, it means the person, like, genuinely cares about what they what you mean to them and what they recognize you for, which is why we got a thousand calls about the L word, because our audience is a very gay audience, and they all loved you on the L word, which makes perfect sense. That is <laughs> but, so, that's really, not, first of all, anybody who stuck up for me, that is, like, the nicest thing. Oh, my, oh like, my God. All of the mean girl scar- scars that I have from middle school and, and um, high school are, like, help. you're helping erase them. Thank you for helping my PTSD. Oh, I, I appreciate mean, you. I mean, well, it's just, it's just great because we, you know, I think we always go off what we recognize people from and we know, right? Like Bobby watched True Blood. He was like, oh, I played Far Blood. Cry 4. Yeah. <laughs> which, wait, which is what? No, I played Far Cry 4. So I was like, wait a minute. You were in Far Cry 4? And then I, I looked up the character and I was like, oh. Oh, it's the character that looks like Janine. Okay, because oh, like I forget right, that I forget the video games are really good that they look yes. like people. Yeah, yeah, but that's like, but also I'm way more attracted to a gig where you never see my face than like. Same. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Same, who cares? Literally. Um, that's really funny. Yeah, we thought you would like to know that like people really rep L word. Like, that's, that's really nice. Thing. Thanks, that's guys. Um, and <laughs> the follow up question to that is, I guess I don't know. You kind of answered that that you like you like a, a diverse career, but you know, what would you prefer to be known for? Like, what is your what is in your mind? Like, what is the thing that is your favorite? Or is it just generally oh, like uh, artist? Like, you know, yeah. Jack no, it's artist because like you know, I make weird drum corps videos. You know what I mean? Like. That I, I don't really, I don't really know. I think I, I'm kind of actually happy with where, with where it is right now, which yeah. is like, you either, you either have no idea who I am or you actually give a shit and might 
might know a real thing about me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, so I don't really have an answer. Um, again, this is why I'm a freaking who and can't, and like, <laughs> will never get offered any job because I'm famous. Like, there's a thing that I say, like, sometimes I'll go speak at like theater schools or whatever. And yeah. I'm, I just tell people the realest, real truth that they just can't teach you in theater school. And I'm like, people are like talking about on camera auditions and how you prepare. I was like, Oh, I'm deadly serious about all this. I take this deadly seriously. But let me tell you something. You cannot outact fame. Right. You can't. Right. So I will just, I'm, you know, I'm just like not going to be able to shortcut myself because I knew how to like do a good job being famous, but I don't care, dude. I just don't care. <laughs> Ugh. It's exhausting. <laughs> My, um, it sounds more exhausting to be the other way. It's, <laughs> oh, to have to oh, worry I about hate it. the opposite, you know? I hate it. It's too much pressure. It's also so much money. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I don't want to spend it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> too cheap. I'm the child of immigrants. You know? My, um, my, my brilliant, uh, my brilliant stylist who's like calling her a stylist is like doing her such a disservice. She's actually a designer. She's the one that put this whole orange dress situation together for me. And she sat me down. I like was trying to get an outfit together to wear to the last Jedi premiere because my character is the reason that the first season in the last Jedi happened. So I'm like at the premiere, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so we're trying to find an iconic outfit and like nobody's lending to her <laughs> and she sat down with me and she was like okay listen <laughs> this was kind of hard but I want to talk to you about it because I, I'm gonna need you to start playing the game and I really listened to her and I just went no <laughs> <laughs> you're like can we just go to H&M please <laughs> yes no I'm not doing it I like wore I wore an H&M dress once that I painted like I painted it. This is in New York. I just didn't have time to do anything, but I did somehow have time to paint a dress. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so stupid. <laughs> um, because you know. Anyway, the point is like there's a ton of pressure. Yeah. To on all of us on women. Period. To wear things once and never wear them again, and then also be have access to these next season dresses. So if I go and I shop and I get something that's amazing, I'm already looked down upon because I'm a season behind all the people who are actually famous. Right. And it's an, and it's an elitism and, um, that I just think is so evil. <laughs> and I, think it's easy. I just think it's mean. I think it's really mean. Yeah. And I think it's easy for the general public, myself included, to assume that anyone who's going to be on a red carpet has access to designers because the designers are thirsty for attention. But that's not the case. No. It's like there are still levels of fame, so only like super famous people can make the call and get the the, the yeah. dress given. To get the thing. I mean, right. also putting, yeah. I mean these, these, these fashion designers also have to make sure that they're making money and they like can't just go give out every dress. Like that for also sure. is something. And I remember that was, I forget who was saying something like, they were like, it's impossible to be in fashion because... But the only thing you can you have to do is give out all this crap. And how do you give out crap? Like mm-hmm. it's it, money. It costs money and it's time. So it like, costs them so yeah. much money, and they have to have some level of prestige. But it's all just based on this unattainable ideal that is placed on women that I just don't really want to be a part of. And I'm just not. And therefore, I'm not. Yeah. 
they it's like they can smell me they're like uh no i'm not trusting her <laughs> i mean well now maybe with this bump or whatever this unexpected thing People that happened love what to you, you wore. well do you, is there is there a story you want to tell about how you got that dress the dress the thing the, the machine the whatever yeah let's talk about the machine yeah. how does that so, work yeah really <laughs> so this is how this, this dress situation happened nobody's checking for me nikki my my stylist is like what the fuck are we gonna do um so now it's getting closer and closer to this wedding and I need a hat. I really like the big thing was don't break the rules. Your shoulders need to be covered. Your knees need to be covered. You need to be in pantyhose. You need to wear a hat and close toe shoes. Right. This is just like what oh we were God. told. Yeah. So I'm already like, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up in front of the queen. You know, so like you're feeling <laughs> like you were that. so close to the queen. I still can't get over that. It's so weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's super weird. So, um, so there's that. There's all these um, things that need to be covered. And then, and also, you know, when you live in Los Angeles and you do have access to some showrooms, getting a red carpet dress is easy. But a red carpet dress is, like, fancy yeah. or, like, goes to the ground. And quite honestly, everything is so body conscious that it's all, like, mesh and, like, yeah. barely there, like, covers just your nips, you know? It's, like, very hard to actually find something that, that did all these things. Right. So, um, so I, I produced a short film earlier this year and, um, with a costumer that I worked on the mysteries of Laura with, do you guys know this you, show? Of course oh, we do. Yes. Come okay. on. We, okay. Deborah Messing. Deborah, Max Jenkins, Janita Gavankar. Max Jenkins, shut up. Is that Max how you know Jenkins the podcast? Is- okay. Because of Max. I knew it. We knew I, Max I, I freaking knew it. I knew it. I guessed. <laughs> I, like, I knew. I just love him. He's anyway, he's become one of my best friends. So anyway, so. Leah Redman is this costumer who did the Mysteries of Laura with us. I did this short film with her. And I was like, I'm going to this wedding. I sort of like whisper it to her. She's like, and she's working at Western Costume. And she's like, you got to come get this hat. You got to get a hat here. Of course. She finds, and I was like, I will absolutely take you up on that. But we're a few months out, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to be fine. Huh, amateur. So then like, we get closer to it, and she sends me a photo of herself in the hat that I actually ended up wearing. So she had found this hat, and I was like, oh, that's so great. It's so cute. Whatever. <laughs> Still not stressed, not pressed at all. Gets closer. Now we're like a week out, and I'm like, hey, Leah, would they let me rent a dress from Western Costume? Because we don't have anything. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, totally, come on by. So they're super kind. They open up, open the doors to their archive. Now, People, okay, anyone who's listening who's never heard of Western, if you're doing, like, a period film with a huge army of 350 soldiers, you go there to get every single uniform. They are this legendary warehouse. It goes on and on and on. It's incredible. Well, what mu- not a lot mm-hmm. of people know is that they have this private collection that's been donated of this these pieces from the, from the 20s to the 80s, and they're in this, like, other room that people don't know about that's like perfect, and they gave that oh my god right? yes it is vintage and clothing where people had to cover their bodies and whatever like that's exactly. actually great <laughs> also nikki is a vintage queen so like she has her own line and she's designed things based on vintage looks so so like she but she's a person who can walk in she goes in two hours before me she pulls a whole rack from every era and like because awesome. she can look at these old pieces and see fashion in them. Yeah. And she which must have is had not a, something. the best time. She was literally pulling for the royal, like, that's oh my wanna, God. I just want to say her name again. This is Nikki Schwan. 
right? Yes, Nikki okay. Schwan. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, she doesn't care about the wedding. She cares about the archive. Like, right. this is history. <laughs> right, right. Okay? Yeah. She is a designer. She's like, oh, but she's touching, she's touching a museum. Mm-hmm. You know? It's really like a moment. So I walk in. The first thing I try on was this dress. And then we had to kind of, like, we had to alter it a little bit. It was actually a flat dress that went to the ground. So we, we added all those pleats. And uh-huh. I was like, what if we, I just pulled it up a little bit. And I saw Nikki's eyes, like, flutter like fire in her eyeballs. So, and then, so she took care of that. Then we went to a ta- tailor, Laura Lee, and she was the one that made my Star Wars uniform. So she knows like all my measurements perfectly because she made me this like skin tight flight suit. I love this full journey of everyone you've ever worked with coming to, you, coming to your rescue this, in this stressful time. Truly, truly the case. Like all these incredible women that I've worked with before just like, the, oh my god this shit was like cinderella with her mice like they were the grown women version of the mice that saved cinderella's ass so <laughs> like we anyways together and then um i went to this wedding and then it became an international incident and here we are <laughs> and then i tried to high five a policeman that was great like, what that's the best love that I moment thinking? that was my I favorite thing know, i don't I don't even know what I was thinking, man. Like I was like, yeah, but everybody Lindsay at that I, event was up their own ass. Well, like you were also, the only, like, Lindsay and I were just talking so about this. It was like, no, he wasn't up his own ass. He should no, not, not. He was not going to high five me. It was inappropriate. I should have <laughs> no. never done that. It was I loved it. I loved I everything loved about it. like Americans blowing their way into this wedding yes. and being like, we high five in America, and I don't care if this guy doesn't want to do it. I'm gonna try. <laughs> and you know what? He said no, but you just went on. It was great. I loved it. But I like, mean, it was. Well, it, it was. It, it was great because like we never get to be involved in this shit and like we were and it was great and it like let I us just be it. so we were just I'm so happy that America got a chance to try and care about We definitely show. showed up hella American <laughs> yeah. to that I mean, wedding. Yes. Oprah we and definitely the queen. Did. I know we sent Oprah like Oprah was there. We sent our president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly. We sent a real president. Yeah. Like it was it was uh it was definitely intense. I shouldn't have done that, but I don't. But like, also, I didn't think why wouldn't there be a camera on me in this moment? Why I mean, would anybody have seen that? Well, the thing you can't hear is that the whole crowd behind me uh, was like, oh, and I turn around and I and I was like, no, 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 he's doing his job. He's doing his job. So you can't hear me say like. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, everything's well, fine. That was something no, no. that we were, because before the uh, before this uh, wedding watch event that we had, we were both talking about it privately. We were like, we don't know what to expect. Like, how many cameras will there be? Like, yeah. how private is this thing going? We well, didn't know you didn't what either. it was going to be <laughs> like. And it's either. funny knowing that no one did. No. You're like, I just, it's just crazy. Like, you'd think they would send, like, a packet, uh, just a, you know, just some, some help, sort of a little help. <laughs> something. Well, that's well apparently everybody else had help oh everybody God. else had the packet oh i just didn't send my information you know the only goal i had was to be mentioned by cord and tish did you were you you were no no what no, of course not wait no, what do you mean that's no i'm sure they did not mention me at all but it was really like it just was the only thing i was like oh my god cord and tish are gonna be there <laughs> like i couldn't <laughs> even deal with it I watched them do the dog. They did the dog show first, oh, yeah. right? That was really funny. Oh, They're so good. I love that. God. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel <laughs> you like sound exasperated already. Like just re- recalling the events of that it's, day. It was pretty. It was pretty crazy because you know. So, I did an interview before I went in, mm-hmm. um, sort of on uh, with that was sanctioned by Kensington Palace. 
So um, they asked if I would do this thing, and it was kind of strange because I was like, is there a step and repeat? I don't understand. It's a right. wedding. Like, what is this going to be? Right. But it ended up being like a 30-second thing for ITV. It was really sweet and wonderful, and then I went in. And then I came out, and again, like, sanctioned by kp i like everybody goes to the queen's reception and i walked into the guest the the gift shop and did this interview with abc and it, <laughs> a pan, this is so weird i i feel really bad for the people who picked up the phone because they clearly had no information on like who was calling in or what was happening yeah. because they were like well now we've got janina gov on car and she's gonna tell us about the wedding how you doing hey and i'm like and it's like this really bad connection and 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 this person asks me so where were you watching from oh my god i was like do you mean my couch like what's happening and i and i said and i really i will not let myself find this thing because i will hate it but like i basically i'm sure they heard my voice because I was like, well, I was just in the chapel a few feet away, and um, I'm standing in the gift shop talking to you before I go to the reception. <laughs> Owned. Um, yeah, so it was, it was, I just, I don't know. The, the machine was so massive, and I, and I feel um, kind of silly that I didn't, totally realized it was going to be that like even just this instagram thing you guys dragged me so much for that i fucking loved it oh my god <laughs> oh my god we've but like why would anybody god no this like photo it was great I took, first of all i took 87 photos of myself you couldn't pay me without... a million dollars to take a photo of myself before i was getting on a plane or getting off a plane like that and is you well, matched the, the reason... colors we will never forget that you matched the colors you made me <laughs> fall yeah, more I in love realized... with the color matching in Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. I just realized that I could do that like three days prior and I was very excited to do it. <laughs> also, so it was picked up. That's also crazy too. Like you would never think that that would be picked up by anyone and yet. Why would they pick it up? That means I they had know. to screenshot it. I'm... Somebody looked on their phone and screenshot my shit. <laughs> and so for everybody listening, anytime a person posts a photo and tags it, it pretty much means that they've been given the thing. Right. By the way, I gave it back. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Why? But Because, I don't know, because, like, what am I going to do? Uh, it's fine. It was very comfortable to, to. Um... oh, but the other thing was that I really wanted to wear this coat because the coat was from Western Costume, and it was a vintage Balmain. Got it. So that was part was of like, my journey. <laughs> I was like, guys, 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 guys. <laughs> This coat, though, I gotta is have basically I gotta how have I this. felt. <laughs> You're like, I'll take a yeah. picture of it. Don't worry. You'll, you'll, you'll get and you'll then get it. it. And then, uh, whatever. Anyway, it's just all so weird. Um, and I just love I, I just love that you guys, like, we that this is the reason that I'm on your show. Well, I mean, we, we, like, were looking for the angles that the tabloids took that appealed to our sensibilities, which was just, like, desperate for anything like what you know what are they gonna grab and like how what minutia are it's they like gonna grab us onto? weekly i mean you already said this but just to reiterate like us weekly wrote what 400 what? words about that instagram where you're wearing the coat and about to get on the plane that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> and there were what a, a hundred posts in the span of two hours or something like about the gavankar like, can just... be seen with her hand over her face while she rocks <laughs> army green silk pants a white crop top paired with an oversized sweater and combat boots like get out of yeah. here i love it i love it yeah like but this is it's fascinating and, and because i am such a who i've never really experienced anything like yeah. that right so like the fact that somebody's talking about my 
decade old Doc Martens is like super weird. <laughs> You're like, but it's but it's fascinating. And then and I just wish I got off on it because can you imagine what I would have turned this shit into if I, I was know. actually good at this? Uh, <laughs> well, well, I'm thinking about the other. I mean, no one really kind of did that. People were very respectful for the most part. Weren't yeah, because yeah. it was an actual yeah. wedding. Yeah, like, I'm just saying, like friends. everyone actually <laughs> respected like, their. I'm friends. going to my friend's right. wedding. So, Lindsay, what have you been listening to recently? Aside from the theme song to Queer Eye as sung by Betty Who. Things keep getting better. Yes, aside from this. <laughs> yes, aside from that. Well, there's this podcast that I'm be- super into that I feel like you would actually really like. It's called Forever 35. Oh, I'm familiar with that one. Kate and Dory's podcast about taking care of yourself without taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, I feel like that's something you need to get involved in, right? <laughs> it's about all the things that i'm secretly obsessed with and i suspect that others are too like night creams and whole 30 and if like throwing everything out in your closet is actually good or really bad and also Mm -hmm. that mask that like makes your face look like it like squeezes your face you know the ones the hemicure mask yeah the one that's like look makes you look crazy and everyone's using (laughs) it and it's like hundreds Mm -hmm. of dollars that Mm -hmm. mask Plus, every week they interview a special guest about their own self-care routines, which is something that I'm really interested in hearing. I mean, I'm interested in hearing whatever Kate and Dory have to say, honestly. So if you like Who Weekly, you will also like Forever 35. Their full-length episodes air weekly on Thursdays, plus Kate and Dory host weekly mini-episodes on Mondays featuring reader emails and voicemails. We love voicemails. To listen to the show, just search for Forever 35 on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more about the show at forever35podcast.com, and you can join the conversation on the Facebook group, mm. facebook.com slash forever35podcast. It's facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that. <laughs> Wait, should we cover town and country? Should we do this? You expect royal wedding coverage from people. You expect royal wedding yeah. coverage from Us Weekly, but you don't necessarily expect it from Town and Country. Yeah, where, although maybe you should. Yeah, what happened with Town and Country? Where they come well, from? Well, you know, first of all, Town and Country's been really kind to me, guys. I mean, clearly, no. Um, like, clearly. they have covered me before. I'm sure you read about it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but um, but they called and they wanted to talk about the dress. And it's funny because I, it was my publicist was like, they're definitely going to ask about the wedding, and I was like, yeah, for sure, but. You know, it's a fashion piece, right? So this is the first fashion moment I've ever had. So I'm sure I'll do this. Yeah. Right. And um, and then, of course, they're like, try to extract anything they can from you because that's their job. You can't mm-hmm. knock them, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, oh, uh, low hanging fruit, low hanging fruit, <laughs> uh, uh, table names and. I just wish everyone would please leave them alone. You want to hear more about my dress? Oh, you don't care. Got it. We're done here. So <laughs> I love it. No, it's really funny. It's good. So that's basically how that went down. But I mean, I don't know. I Everybody's got to keep their lights on. And people actually care about the fashion of this moment. Yeah. So many people I have of all of the moments in my life. And my actual career, this is nothing to do with my career. This is a thing in my life that has happened. Like, this is what this is what got the most coverage. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? <laughs> Why? Why 
why is this it? Maybe it's it's not, but but maybe it's not. I think we see a lot of, we read a lot of tabloids, and I don't even think that it's like what you do. It's just like what people are interested in to read, you Mm -hmm. know, in a specific place where it's like, you know, it's just like people want to read about like fashion and they want to read about weddings and those Mm. are things they want to read about. So that's what's covered, not necessarily a value judgment on what is like good or bad. It's just what. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's just it's just corn syrup. Yeah, is what it is. And, you know, corn syrup makes a lot of people addicted to it and makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. So the world is hard enough. We don't want to think about the real stuff that's going on. There's a lot of bad shit. If people want to talk about dresses and weddings, then, and it makes them feel better about their day, then okay, I get it, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah. For, I think for a lot of people also, the, the fashion for the wedding was the real draw to yeah. begin with. Like yeah. more so than, because it's like, they're not friends with the couple, you know? Yeah. They just want to see what yeah. people are wearing. Right. It's like when you go to a wedding, it's special because you know the couple, <laughs> not because it's, you're at a wedding. <laughs> yeah. like, it's special. Yes. Oh my God. I was listening to some, I was listening to another podcast that I love. Not just you guys. There okay. are other podcasts. We, we, get, it. we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they were saying something about, the, this is before, before the wedding. I was like, oh God, they're covering this. That's so weird. And they were saying, they're basically saying, all these B-list people are going to the wedding. Why? <laughs> And I was like, wait, what's happening? Why do you, first of all, what list? What list? This is not the Oscars. And it's super strange. I mean, not everyone is as big of a Suits fan as we are, so we kind of understand that. Yeah. Um, but just, no, I just, I'm obsessed with, like, I get that they're her coworkers, but, like, the like, show Suits that is, the, a whole, is on a whole new, new level like, To now. us, the S list is above the A list, yeah. the Suits list. The Suits list. The Suits list. <laughs> Great. Oh I my mean, gosh, it's really great. But I mean, but we were whatever. We were just all really happy to be there and and to, you know, yeah, um, be together. Yeah. We're done talking about the wedding. <laughs> I have to ask you a question that I've been dying to ask you since you got on the phone. <laughs> I know what the question. Oh God, I can't wait. Go. This is um, an affliction that happens to every famous person with the Wikipedia. There is like weird peripheral information that doesn't really matter and on yours my favorite fact that's on there that Which I'm kind of mad about us not oh mentioning God. on the podcast originally it's, no it's God. not bad oh don't get nervous no, it's, good, it's, it's, good, it's, good. it's great it's like the coolest fact and I want your commentary on it and it is let me read it let me get it let me you get a quote read the full Oh, God. Gavankar was the first actress to use Twitter, signing oh, up on God, Richard yeah. Branton's computer on Necker Island in 2006. How did you become the first actress to use Twitter? So I, I looked can't. up I looked up the Nick Bilton book that this quote is sourced from, um, Hatching mm-hmm. Twitter, and it actually mm-hmm. he says something one better that you are the first celebrity to have been on Twitter. That's crazy. How did that happen? First of all, okay. Because you're Janina. You're Janina we, on Twitter. I know. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that's like a VIP Your first name. Ad name. <laughs> the, first of all, can we talk about the word celebrity? What are we celebrating? I'm, I don't get it. Okay. Wow. That's a real stand-up bit for you right there. We can't answer this question. <laughs> that is not, that's above our pay grade <laughs> to answer true. that question. Yeah. Okay. Great. So I don't identify with this word. Second. Okay. Um, <laughs> Love it. So... Basically, um, I was on Branson's Island with my ex-boyfriend, who is a technologist and is amazing. His name's Angelo Satira. He created many things. Um, one of them is DeviantArt.com. Mm-hmm. So we were together for half a decade. We're still friends. It's great. Anyway, why am I telling you this? Moving on. Um, 
So we got invited to um, hang out and basically Brandon, casually like, hang out on Richard Branson's yeah, Island. I mean, love it. Actually, love it. actually, yeah, because like Richard wanted to know about the state of media, new media. No, it wasn't even called new media yet. Media. Uh, and certainly social media wasn't a word yet. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 2006. So he, yeah, because so basically his idea of the internet was like his, um, his background on his computer, mm-hmm. which was like, which was, which he recreated on Necker Island. It was like a sandbank with three palm trees. <laughs> so he just wanted to get it. Listen, when you're him and you're like really trying to assess the state and the future of, of an industry or an area of media, you get the most brilliant minds to come to your Island. Sure. And the only thing they have to do to, for their stay, to pay for their stays, to have a round table discussion about it. Right. Oh, I love that. I love so, that too. So that's what we did. So we got on a private jet and we went (laughs) and I have like lifelong friends from that trip. Uh, I actually weirdly met Princess Beatrice there. And so when I just saw her again, she was like, have we met before? And I was like, yeah, she's like on Necker, right? I was like, yeah, a million years ago, girl. Good to see you. See, you are more, see there, you're more celebrated than you even know. Like that is a true. Nobody is celebrating this. This You knew the princess. (laughs) That's amazing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know, whatever. So, okay, <laughs> moving on, basically. I love that. Um, Chris Saka, who is now mostly known as one Shark of Tank. the... Shark Tank guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, it. Chris was head of special initiatives at Google and starting to be a VC, um, and he was really interested. He was really the tipping point for Twitter, in my opinion. Hmm. He was, like, walking around po- proselytizing. And for me, I heard it and was... I'm sort of, like, an early adopter of things in general. Uh, I just kind of have been. I, I, my happy place is the cross section of art and technology. That is really where I thrive, right? It's like my, it's very strange. I ended up an actor. I really thought I was going to be a blue man, you know, like that's what I really wait, thought. A blue like, man, like, wait, blue man blue group? group? <laughs> wait, hold on. Yes. Yes. You, you know, you can still be a blue man. You, that can still be a dream. That no, you would... I can't. Do you, do you want to know why? Wait, there are restrictions? When I, when the, yes, there are restrictions. What? You, you have to be five foot 10 or higher. Wait, it's not that you have to be a boy. It's that you have to be tall. Yeah. That is, you can't wear, like, That's lifts? That's fucked up. <laughs> I don't like you know, that. You know, maybe, m- listen, if anybody from the Blue Man group is listening, I'm super down to audition. We have a huge Blue uh, Man audience. You have no idea. <laughs> Gay furious. and Blue Man. <laughs> we need to make Janina a Blue Man. Wait, I'm so angry because I thought oh you'd be like, God. well, you have to be a man. That se- seems so clear. But no, it's you have no, to be tall. No, I was like... No, I just wanted to, I was ready to shave my head and it's not like I have big boobs anyway to strap these babies down. Oh Let's go. God. All right. Well, <laughs> we can you keep telling your story, but I think the blue man thing is something you should uh just really, really for. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yes. Cool. Thanks guys. Yeah, Thanks. No problem. Um but okay, so so yeah, so I really like uh, um um this kind of area in in general, so I, I had kind of my ear to the ground anyway about like the new cool hot shit. Anyway. Yeah. So, um and those are the kinds of things I invest in now anyways, right? So, like, if I'm, like, looking in a startup that I want to invest in, that's really where what I feel like I understand the most. Right, okay, and you next. invest in a lot of startups. That's yeah, one of what's your – cool you thing, like doing that. Not yeah. a lot. What's a cool not thing a that you like, – Ones you're passionate you. about. Yeah. You're passionate about yeah. them. Well, like, I was a first-round investor in ClassPass, so I think cool. you guys – Yeah, that's so, like, cool. please use it because <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah, there's also a very, uh, very cool um, – new startup that i just invested in called boulevard and they're like 
they're like a style sheet, but like fancier and better. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, anyway. Cool. No, good. Plug it. Plug, um, plug the hell out of it. Do it. Yeah, I love it. I, but this is like, this is again, why I'm such a goddamn who? Why am I talking about technology on a celebrity podcast? Because we literally asked you because you, because yeah, being on you. Necker Island is not just technology. That is like a whole other level of something. I love that it. That is something I will never understand. It. We need, we need details. Yeah. I mean, all I know is that Mariah Carey episode of Cribs or something where they go to Necker Island and she's like, already there <laughs> do you remember did you ever see this no it's what so, is happening it's so good just google like richard branson cribs or something and it's like it's so good yeah it's it's a super weird thing it's a super weird thing that happened uh i went twice actually i've been twice anyways so the first time i went that's when i that's when um chris told us about twitter and at the time at the they weren't table. even in yeah uh, well no just like he was just like telling people about it and oh. it sounded interesting for a person who is a performer, it's sort of like, hey, kill the mailing list. You don't have to have people sign up with their their email on a, a sheet at the gig. Now they can just follow you on this thing. And it's like having a mailing list in your pocket. So, you did know? You, so like, that's how I saw it. Conceptually understand, like you, that's how you understood it to be when you first heard about it. Like you were like, yes, oh, I thought, I thought as a, as a person in the public, quote unquote, this is really helpful to people like us. This is how I would use it. Otherwise, I'm just, the other version is like, personally, if I wasn't a person in, quote unquote, the media, whatever you want to call it, I would just use it to remember my insane life because I have the weirdest things happen to me. Right. And, I'm, and it's moving so fast that this microblogging will be helpful phone. for me to just be like yeah. right. this thing happened right yeah by the way this is like nobody had smartphones yet the iphone wasn't out yeah well, you funny. didn't necessarily so you, think you, it was like an outward yeah. facing thing well because it's funny when yeah. i joined twitter in 2000 i want to say nine because i was working at a meme blog that's so embarrassing and the first a meme the first, blog yeah, no, oh my truly, god and yes. the, at aol and the first and the first like celebrity that was like people cared about on Twitter honestly was Shaq. I don't know if this like, like it was the Shaq and his mm -hmm. name was the real Shaq. And he really like embraced Twitter and was one of the first people, him, Mariah Carey was early. Speaking of Mariah, probably because of Richard. And um, who else was early? Like Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ashton was the first one to go to a million. I remember watching that happen. He was raising, he did it as a charity push. Mm -hmm. So he it was like him against somebody else. I don't remember who it was, but whoever made it to a million first was going to donate um mosquito nets i think right. is how they did it right so like this so you know this is the thing it's like if i could turn myself into a celebrity look at all the things i could do i could spend i could send mosquito nets to people who need them what oh, am yeah, i doing what do you do what are you you could be you bothered all the time who? you could send mosquito nets mm -hmm. you could get dresses to wear to things that you don't even really want to go to life changed <laughs> sounds great <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think it's great because we were exposed to you and we would not have been another way. And now we're talking to you. And I feel like it's a great journey oh, for yeah. all of us. It's all come full circle. I think it's so great. And there's been, there have been so many times that I've heard you guys say my friends' names on I'm this show. Sure you and have. I'm just dying to have them call in. So the fact that uh. it happened to me <laughs> instead of them, like so many people that you've mentioned that I know and love, I can't believe that this is happening. Oh. It's a real moment, um, right up we'll there. Tell with we'll tell them we'll always weapon. accept their calls. Yeah, we'll you even know, if they call collect, we'll accept them. the charges. Yeah, please tell them to call us. We are, you know, we're open. We do not. We'll talk to anyone at this point. It's great. I feel like we've already. You've, you're gonna have to edit this because we've talked longer than your episodes actually uh, are. Well, you know. So I apologize to everybody listening. Wait, is before? Is there anything we didn't talk about that you do want to talk about? I feel like that's um, the right journalism no. thing to do. 
No, it's fine. Sure? Okay. If people care. They'll it's people care. Fine. They'll notice. It's I mean, fine. you're gonna get. I mean, you know, but like, you're gonna get some some lovely hooligans now. Like, you're gonna have some <laughs> oh truth. Now you're gonna have like, some real fans. <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm very thankful Wait, to anybody who. I have a question. Are you L word uh, coming back? Are you doing that? Have you been asked to do that? Is that happening for you? Tell me. Uh, nobody's asked me, but you know what's crazy is. <clears throat> What? <laughs> I just feel like, I, I feel as though, listen, I got, I'm, first of all, that's the best thing that could have ever happened to me. I had just finished theater school and somebody actually hired me. And it was, it was a miracle, yeah. you know, but, um, I'm brown, but I'm mostly Indian. Mm-hmm. I have like one drop of Spanish on my Dutch side and that is a distinctly Latina story and the world has changed and I have sort of changed my stance a bit on representation. So it would be, it'd have to be a conversation. Yes. That yeah. I would love to, but it, it's sort of, we're in a different era right now and I don't. Um, That's so interesting. I didn't even think about that. That's so thoughtful. These are, but yeah. these are like the things that, you know, as a, as a person of color, as a woman of color, like I have these conversations with people just like me every day. Yeah. Every day. And about representation, what's important, where are we, and how do we change things, and what do we stand for, and, you know, and my stance is really, if it's a distinctly um, racial, r- racially specific experience, yeah, then get the right person for the who's the had that gig. experience yeah right? totally mm-hmm. who's had that experience but but it's also complicated because like well then where does that end well does she also have to be gay i don't know maybe maybe for a minute because because we need to balance shit out and then we can right. you know but yeah. like it should at least be a anyway. conversation you're right yeah yeah and that's it I needs mean, to be a conversation also because you know people love you as poppy and i think it would be hard for people to accept you not there if that character was there too and many levels. yeah you know what's crazy is like i miss her so much she was so <laughs> dope she's so much doper than i am that's actually. a great character i mean oh i watched l word and i love i mean i had forgotten that was you i didn't put that together for many reasons one of which you maybe kind of just mentioned because I forgot, but that's a wonderful <laughs> yeah, show. <laughs> she's she's um yeah she's great. I I miss her, but um but I think that like we're just it, it's a it's a little bit more complicated than like yeah sure I yeah. totally go back like we gotta we gotta talk about some things and so, also we you know? can we should learn to let shows end. I think. Okay, but the L word is so good. No, no like, it's good, but like so we I love mean, that. Not that. every show needs to come back. <laughs> like Bobby, but no. Will and Grace is back, and it's amazing. I know it's true. It so, is pretty good. Like, it is good. Uh, I, know. I don't know. She's right. It's. I mean, listen. You're saying that the week after Roseanne has just happened too. Yeah, so, yeah, so right. we're you know yeah. that's Roseanne with we're all very work. sensitive because of Roseanne. But we that's probably gonna come back and it's gonna be called like Darlene. So oh, I hope so. I'm in. Good. You're like I'll I'm do in. that one. That one I'm done. I'm for. in. Or Jackie. Jackie no, please. I'm want. You're gonna. We're doing Blue Man. You're gonna get Blue Man first. I'm <laughs> mad. Like if, if anything is happening, it's Blue Look, Man. The like, the, the listeners of this podcast, the hooligans are powerful. powerful. They know lots of Blue Men and the people at the top. Uh, can of Blue Paint is gonna be at your doorstep in <laughs> less oh, than a month. I think that's how you get in. I think I'm pretty sure that's how you get in. <laughs> that's the call. You that's just like go a, blue and see what happens. I think. Just I see. Just, just walk around and be like, guys. Uh, speaking of representation, <laughs> like I just said, you need to be the right kind of brown. I am the right kind of blue. Oh my god, this. I'm telling you, this is good. This is how we're gonna go. <laughs> Look, this is how we're gonna end it. Thank you so much, Gina. Yeah, this was of course, a lovely guys. chat. 
Continue to be snarky assholes. I like you we very much. We literally can't help it. We thank can't. You for, <laughs> it's honestly a disease. And thank you so much for listening and like. Such a delight. Yeah. Um, and have a great night. We'll talk <laughs> to you, you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. You will drain us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. I am a who. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.